This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 14th of July. In your Squiz today, financial support for those in lockdown, war games are on, riots in South Africa, and one very lucky escape. This is your Squiz today. The COVID situation in New South Wales is still dominating the headlines, Claire. There's been a second death and cases now out in the regions. With the lockdown expected to be extended for another week or longer, and there could be more on that today, attention is now turning to the economic situation and just how the state and federal government will offer support was the big news yesterday. It was, and that's because Prime Minister Scott Morrison and New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian fronted up to say that they understood that an extended and protracted uh, lockdown in New South Wales meant more financial support from the government for individuals uh, and also for businesses. So what they've done is unveiled a a new type of arrangement between the federal and state government uh, where they will both chip in. Uh, It's going to cost around $5.1 billion and it's modelled on the basis that the lockdown will go for another four weeks. So that's what's expected to be announced today. Also making the news yesterday was changing advice on the vaccine rollout, Claire, from ATAGI, that's the Australian Technical Advisory Group on Immunisation. Where there's a significant outbreak of the Delta variant, the new official advice is for people under 60 to consider getting AstraZeneca if they can't access the Pfizer shot and also then reducing the time between their shots from four to 12 weeks to four to eight weeks, given the changing risk-benefit balance of this highly contagious strain. While all this is going on and Australians are still working through their initial vaccination rollout phase, the conversation internationally has turned to booster shots of the vaccine and which countries are moving to shore up supplies. Yeah, there's a bit of commentary around about where Australia fits uh, into that pack when it comes to ordering booster shots. Of course, our government is very focused on just getting the initial round of vaccinations out. But yesterday, the World Health Organization chief, Dr. Tedros, was very critical of rich countries ordering and getting booster shots already coming. What Dr. Tedros says is that poorer countries need to be given an opportunity to get their supply first before rich nations start giving their populations boosters. Yeah, while some countries are yet to vaccinate their health workers and most vulnerable other richer nations are ordering millions of these booster doses and the science isn't even yet in about whether booster doses will be needed or necessary. Talisman Sabre, for those not familiar, are large-scale military exercises that take place every few years. Australian forces come together with military personnel from the US, Japan, South Korea, New Zealand and the UK. Called War Games, they're about to kick off, but there's a few extra eyes arriving to watch Claire. There's a Chinese spy ship on the east coast of Australia. It's been approaching for several days via the Torres Strait. And what reports say is that's happened in the past for these really big war games. China has come, sat off the coast in international waters to keep an eye on things. That's not unusual. And Defence Minister Peter Dutton says that they've been preparing for that. Those very big games have been scaled back because of COVID, but they are a big deal. And Sometimes new technologies and new approaches are unveiled, hence China's interest. 
If you want to keep your own eyes on these war games, there is an official Twitter feed. I'll pop that link in your episode notes. Over to South Africa now, and at least 45 people have been killed in the violent riots and unrest that's taking place in the northeastern parts of the country, and including the city of Johannesburg. The rioting started after former President Jacob Zuma was arrested last week as part of a corruption inquiry. The military is now involved, Claire. Yeah, they are. They've been sent to boost police forces to try and bring that violence under control. What reports say is that it's the worst violence the country has seen since the 1990s. Certainly the government of the day says that it's the kind that's rarely been seen before in the history of their democracy. That round of violence, as you say, kicked off by Zuma's 15-month prison sentence uh, after he handed himself in really has got factions rolled up across the country. And more unrest could be on the way. President Zuma is expected to appeal that 15-month prison sentence. We're 10 days out from the opening ceremony of the Tokyo Olympics, Claire. We're counting down for it for sure. The weather report is in. Conditions are set to be very hot and sweaty, as Japan does tend to be at this time of the year. Athletes will be competing in temperatures in the mid to high 30s and a whole lot of humidity. A lot of humidity. It's Mm -hmm. going to be pretty uncomfortable by all reports. Interesting that in 1964, when Tokyo had the Games, it was actually moved to October because of similar weather conditions. But, of course, these Games have already been moved once thanks to COVID. They're not going to change it anytime soon. Mm -hmm. They're just going to have to grin and bear it, those athletes. Some of Australia's top athletes are up in Cairns prepping up there because the conditions are quite similar. If you want a teaser to get excited about the games, the Australian men's basketball team, the Boomers, beat Team USA in a practice match, 91-83. to How good? So good. Bring on the games. The world is watching with interest, Claire, as a team of experts and volunteers work to reunite a baby orca whale with its pod over in New Zealand. Locals have named it Toa, which means brave or strong in the local language. It's believed to be four to six months old. It's got lost and was found stranded on a beach. Uh, They're very hopeful that they can reunite it with its pod. There's planes out searching uh, for its people and they hope to be able to bring them all together. He is hoping for a happy ending there. Sounds like the plot of the next Disney movie. It has been done before. A little orca called Springer was reunited with his pod off America's West Coast a few years ago. Speaking of stories with a happy ending, a British paratrooper has had one lucky escape, Claire, somehow coming through with minimal injuries after crashing into a house when his parachute didn't open. From four and a half thousand metres, oh, this guy fell my spine and fell through the roof uh, of a Californian home. Talking about war games and practice, he was a British <laughs> paratrooper in the US uh, taking the jump and couldn't get his parachute out. It didn't deploy properly. Uh, he was found with just minor injuries. Just incredible. He fell through the roof and even managed to avoid the kitchen bench. He really should get himself a lottery ticket. Absolutely luckiest man around. Squiz the day, Claire, what are we keeping an eye on? 
state of origin tonight. If you're a New South Wales fan, you'll be hoping for a three-peat and a complete sweep of the origin series. Yeah, all done on Queensland turf too with that third game moved up there. I've got some Brisbane-based nephews I'll be looking to gloat over if that happens. (laughs) It's also Bastille Day if you're a Francophile. That's the anniversary of the start of the French Revolution. It's as good a reason as any to treat yourself to a croissant today. Croissant? Croissant? Oh, oui, oui. We're just so French. And, of course, if you're a parent with kids aged between 8 to 12, Squiz Kids is back from their school holiday break. Kid-friendly news without the nasties, a good thing potentially to put on. If you're learning from home at the moment, you can check that out at squizkids.com.au. That's all from us. Have a good one and we'll be back with you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.